It was Miriam. The princess thought for a moment and then called out to her, saying, I have just adopted this little boy. Do you know anyone who'd like to look after him? He'll need a nurse. Oh, yes, said Miriam. Yes. Then take the child and bring him to me when he is older. Then he will be my son. I will give you money to look after him. He is to be called Moses. So Jochebed was able to bring up her child in safety, for now he lived under the protection of the princess of Egypt. When Pharaoh heard of this, he was not angry. He had never denied his daughter anything she wanted, and anyway, what did it matter if one child survived when so many did not? Moses grew up in his mother's house, and she taught him to love and honour above everything the God of his fathers, the God of Abraham and Isaac. When he was old enough, he went to the royal palace to the princess, and she in turn cared for him as a mother. He was given fine clothes and brought up as a prince. But although he now lived as an Egyptian lord, he did not forget his own people or his duty to God. Perhaps, he thought, he could use his position to better the lot of his people. As he grew up, he became less and less content with his comfortable life. He couldn't bear to see the Israelites straining and toiling in the sun to build the great palaces and temples of Egypt. They were half-starved and dressed in rags. If they were too weak and faltered in their work, they would be whipped. When Moses saw this, he felt as if the blows fell on his own back. One day he could bear it no longer. He saw an Israelite struggling to carry a heavy load. The poor man, unable to bear the weight, fell to the ground. Instantly an Egyptian slave-driver, who was in charge of the work, leapt forward, and drawing out his whip, he began to beat the helpless man, who was cowering in terror beneath him. Without thinking, Moses threw himself at the Egyptian, and in their furious struggle he struck him so hard that the Egyptian fell dead to the ground. Moses buried the man in the sand, hoping that he would keep his deed a secret. But he had been seen, and it wasn't long before everyone was talking about it. When Pharaoh learned of what had happened, he was very angry, and he sent soldiers to arrest him. Just in time, Moses escaped from the palace. He put aside his princely clothes, and disguising himself as a poor man, he fled away from the royal city into the countryside. After much travelling, he came eventually to the desert lands of Midian. There was little water in this place, and he was so pleased to find a well. Very thirsty, he stopped to drink. When he had drunk his fill, he sat by the well, wondering what he should do next. Looking up, he saw a group of young women coming towards him with jars to fetch water. He was just about to offer to help them when he was roughly shoved out of the way by some shepherds who had arrived at the same moment. They weren't prepared to share the water, and when the girls tried to approach the well, they threatened them. Moses wasn't standing for that. When the shepherds saw that this stranger was willing to fight them, they were afraid and they backed off. Moses filled the girls' water jars and then helped to carry them home. They didn't have far to go. The home was a clump of tents around which a flock of sheep and goats nibbled at the thin, dry grass. The girls were the daughters of Jethro, and the flock was his living. When they told their father what had happened, Jethro was very grateful. He thanked Moses for helping his daughters and invited him to stay for a meal. Over dinner, Moses told them enough of his story for Jethro to understand that he was all alone and in need of a place to live. "'Why not stay with us for a while?' he asked. "'Our home is everywhere. We go wherever there is water and grass for our animals.' It wasn't hard to persuade Moses. He was tired of being alone, and besides, one of Jethro's daughters, 
whose name was Zipporah, had caught his eye. She too was pleased when the brave and handsome young stranger agreed to remain. So Moses stayed with Jethro and his family, and he lived the life of a wandering shepherd, like his ancestors Abraham and Isaac before him. It wasn't long before he and Zipporah fell in love and were married. Jethro was delighted. At last he had a son. The years passed, and Moses and Zipporah had two sons of their own. Sometimes it seemed to Moses that his former life in Egypt was no more than a dream. But through these years, the suffering of the Israelites in Egypt grew worse and worse. And to them, it was as if they'd lived in a nightmare that had no end. Had they God forgotten them?